Well, good afternoon. Uh, glad you're joining me for uh, this time of Bible study together for just a few moments, uh, either joining me live or uh, joining me by watching it a little bit later. Again, I'm glad for this technology. And as I'm sitting here, I'm listening to the rain uh, outside again. I think it was last Wednesday when we met uh, that uh, we had rain from the hurricane from a week ago. And now we have uh, the the beginnings of the rain that uh, has come in from uh, Beta. So uh, a, lot of, a lot of rain and a lot of uh, hurricanes this year. It's been a crazy year in so many different ways, not only the pandemic, but also the natural things that we've been dealing with and all, all other kinds of things. And that really kind of fits into uh, what I'm talking about, because as we think about 2020, uh, we think of this year as just a, a crazy year. I've heard all the, uh, not all of them, but I've heard a lot of the uh, comments about just wanting to get past this year and beyond this year. In fact, I saw something the other day. Uh, somebody said they wanted to forego the uh, time change this year because we fall back in the fall, and somebody said we don't want any more time uh, in 2020. So uh, maybe they'll uh, take that to heed, and maybe 2021, we'll get an extra hour. Uh, but uh, no matter what happens, uh, God's in control and things are going to be uh, good. Uh, as Scripture promises us, all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord because our God is good. But as we meet today, this is going to be my last study this week on uh, women of the Bible. We've been doing Old Testament women, and not that uh, we've run out of women because there's plenty of women uh, that we can talk about uh, throughout Scripture. Uh, we could go on this for, for weeks and weeks and months and months if we uh, so desired. But I'm going to make a transition next week to a different Bible study, uh, most likely start talking through some of the Ten Commandments and looking at those together for a little while. Uh, but for today, we are going to look at uh, two more women of the Bible tonight uh, and uh, just learn a little bit, a few lessons from them. This is actually from the New Testament. All the others have been Old Testament. So if you have your Bibles and want to be able to read along, uh, our primary text uh, for this lesson is going to be Luke chapter 10, uh, verses 38 through 42. So Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. We'll get to those here in just a few moments. But let's begin this time together uh, in a word of prayer. Father, I come before you right now, and uh, again, Father, I thank you for your love and your watch care over us. I thank you for your word uh, that we can study and learn together because your word is what drives us to you. Uh, your word tells us who you are and, and how you've worked and how we can have a, a personal relationship with you. And as we've taken time to study through some of these women of the Bible, uh, mostly Old Testament, now a couple from the New Testament, uh, Lord, we see how you have worked in and through their lives to impact them. Uh, and Lord, you'd want to do the same for us. So I pray uh, that as we look at these, uh, this lesson we can learn from Martha and Mary today, that we will learn how better uh, to worship you and to serve you in all that we say and all that we do. Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you for your wisdom. Most importantly, we thank you for who you are and how we can relate to you. It's in Christ's most holy name that we pray. Amen. All right, so as we begin this lesson, uh, as I prayed just a few moments ago, we're looking at uh, Martha and Mary. Uh, some of y'all may know those names, uh, but the focal point today is is looking at worship. And I asked a question earlier today uh, in my 10 o'clock Bible study, uh, have you ever come to a time of worship distracted? Uh, there was kind of some some looks and not quite sure, and, and I, yet I was the first one to say, I do, and way too often do I come to worship distracted. Uh, so then we started talking about some of the things, you know, what is it that distracts us 
from worship? What is that keeps us from from being able to really focus uh, as we ought to focus? And there's a wide range of things. Sometimes it's uh, issues that are going on in our life. Maybe it's a a health issue that we're struggling with, uh, a relationship issue or financial issues that uh, we're dealing with. Sometimes it's uh, thinking about what's going to be going on uh, in the week ahead, or maybe things that happened uh, already um, to you. So there's a lot of things like that that distract us. Uh, Sometimes it's our own personality because we uh, don't do what we need to do to stay focused uh, during those times of worship, and uh, we're looking at uh, the the wrong people or the wrong places, uh, and so we get our eyes uh, in in a spot where we're not really focusing on uh, Jesus Christ in our worship. So we're going to look at uh, Martha and Mary today and learn some lessons from them. Uh, Who were Martha and Mary? Uh, Scripture tells us uh, from John's gospel, we're just simply told this. It says, Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. It was Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair whose brother, Lazarus, was ill. So John tells us here that it's Lazarus and Martha and Mary are all siblings, and Jesus had a close relationship with them. Uh, He visited them. Uh, He stayed with them. Uh, And so we we don't know where that relationship began or uh, what what all the connections were, but we do know that that Jesus Christ loved Lazarus deeply. Uh, We know that Mary and Martha loved Jesus deeply. Uh, If you you can read John chapter 11... uh, for yourself, if you uh, if you can, if you would, uh, it talks about the raising of Lazarus from the dead, and uh, so much we could pull out of that passage as well. But mainly, I just wanted to see who Mary and Martha were, uh, and so they're sisters, uh, they're sisters to Lazarus, and Jesus had a very special relationship uh, with them. Uh, where they lived was Bethany, which was just outside of Jerusalem, and so as Jesus made his way back and forth between Galilee uh, and Jerusalem, uh, I'm sure he stayed oftentimes uh, with uh, that family, uh, with those uh, siblings. So that's who they were. Uh, We have another passage of Scripture uh, beyond John chapter 11 and 12 that gives us some insight into Martha and Mary, and that's our passage in Luke, Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. So hopefully you can either follow along with me or uh, as I read, uh, you can read along in your own Bibles. But Luke chapter 10, verse 38 tells us this, Now as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. Uh, Now, obviously, this passage of Scripture is very clear. Jesus commends Mary uh, for her worship and her focus on him during this time. But I want to pull some truths out from both Martha and Mary. I think Martha sometimes can very easily be uh, somewhat uh, um, 
chastised here uh, more than she needs to be in here because there's some things that we can learn from both these women, uh, some positive things uh, from from both of these women as we dig into who they are. And and looking about the fact of being distracted in worship, uh, it's very clear the Scripture actually says that Martha was distracted because of all the things she was doing. But I really want to start with what did Martha do right? Uh, Always look for those positives. Look at what she was doing right. One thing that she did right was that she welcomed Christ into her home. Uh, Now, the culture of that day, uh, that was so important and necessary. Uh, Again, when somebody came to visit, uh, you didn't have a, uh, you couldn't call up a Grubhub or um, one of the, Delivery services, you couldn't call up and just order a couple pieces and have them delivered to your house. Uh, you couldn't go uh, and even go to a fast food restaurant and get, get your food. You had to prepare it there. You had to be prepared for guests. So when guests showed, you were responsible for taking care of them. That was a huge thing in their culture of that day was the, the hospitality. And when somebody came under your roof, uh, they were really a part of the family. And you had the responsibility of protecting them and providing for them and doing all that you could for them. So Martha is following the custom of her day, and she did it well because she welcomed Christ in. Uh, not only that, but she wanted to be with Christ. She she desired to be uh, with Him. We can maybe extrapolate a little bit here. That is, Mary is uh, sitting at Jesus' feet and uh, listening to His teaching. Uh, Martha's busying herself, doing all the things that uh, need to be done. We can assume they, they, they are supposed to be done because they're, they're, there has to be food, there has to be those provisions. And so Martha's maybe thinking in her mind, uh, you know, here's Mary, she's not doing anything, I'm doing everything, I don't have the opportunity to be there. So she wanted to be with Christ, and, and she actually goes and talks to Jesus at this time. So she did some things right, uh, but she's most remembered for what she did wrong. Uh, And what happened to Martha was she became distracted. Uh, Again, that's what Luke tells us. It says that she was distracted by the work that she was doing. And there's so much truth in this in our own lives. Uh, Again, I asked earlier, what have you ever come to worship distracted? Uh, we've all been guilty of that. Uh, what is it that distracts you? What is it that gets your mind off of what you need to be doing, and that is focusing on worshiping, and yet you're focused on something else? Well, here Martha is distracted by the work that has to be done, by providing for her guests, actually guests, because uh, it says that they, so Jesus and his disciples showed up, so here's a large party that has come in, uh, and they're going to have to provide for them, and Martha's making sure that that provision is done. But she got distracted with that. And when we get distracted in our worship, uh, we go down the same path that Martha followed in this passage. When you get distracted, we oftentimes do what Martha did, and you start doubting Christ. She actually asked Christ, you know, don't you care about me? Uh, here's Mary sitting in his feet, uh, looking at him and, and listening to him uh, and, and and spending time worshiping him. Uh, and, and here's Martha busying herself all over the place, and it seems like Mary has a, a preferred place. And so because she's distracted because of the work that she's doing, she starts to doubt Christ's relationship to her. And so she says, don't you care about me? And then uh, that distraction leads to a a doubting of Christ, and then that doubting of Christ actually leads to uh, a pitying, having a self-pity party here, uh, because she actually says here, 
I am left alone to do all the work. Um, poor little me. Now, you see how she's gone from being able to celebrate Christ and spend time with Christ to becoming distracted because of the work she's doing and, and taking her eyes and putting them on her sister Mary rather than where they should have been on Jesus Christ. So she becomes distracted. She starts to doubt Christ, and then she starts um, having this pity party uh, about all the things that she is having to do. Uh, so what resulted uh, from this interaction? What resulted from uh, what, what, what she does here with Jesus Christ? Well, she actually starts telling Jesus what to do. Uh, we need to be very, very careful um, in, in how we approach Jesus. Again, uh, listen to what our text says here. Um, Martha says, um, uh, verse 40, it says, but Martha was distracted with much serving, and she went up to him, to Jesus, and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Listen to this. Tell her then to help me. Jesus, I'm going to tell you what you need to do. She's actually trying to cor- correct Jesus in, in what's happening here. Uh, you know, we need to be very careful. Uh, I can't help but think that when we get our eyes off of Jesus and, and worshiping Him, we can fall into these same kind of traps. Uh, when we're not truly doing what Christ would have us to do, and in this case, uh, again, Mar- Mary is commended for her observance of Christ and and listening to him and learning what what he is is saying Martha's distracted by all the preparations things that she has to do and not really focused on the teaching of, of Christ here at this point there'd be a time later that she could do those things but uh, right now she thinks they have to get done uh, and so oftentimes we can do that uh, even in our service uh, in the church we can be busy about doing things, at church, going about the things that uh, we're supposed to do and the things that we need to do, and and they are valuable things and they're important things, but if they are things that ultimately keep us from worshiping Jesus Christ, we can follow this same path of becoming critical of others. Uh, We can follow this same path of looking at ourselves and saying, woe is me, am I the only one here doing any work, and why, do, why don't I get recognized when I'm doing, why don't people step up and, and do what uh, needs to be done? And then we can actually fall into the trap that Martha fell into, starting to look to Jesus saying, Jesus, this is what you need to do to correct this situation. Jesus, you're supposed to get others up here to do things with, with me. Uh, what a dangerous path to go. And, and again, I know I've been guilty of this uh, in the past, and I, I've seen this happen to many other people uh, as well. This is part of our human nature. And so what does Jesus do? He doesn't just jump and work at the, you know, she snaps her fingers and, and he jumps and does the work. No, he actually corrects her. Christ recognizes her problem, recognizes what's going on here, uh, that she was worried and bothered. She was anxious about these things that, yes, they needed to be done, but they didn't need to be done right then. They could have waited. They should have waited at that point, uh, and she could have taken the time to pick up those things later. Now, and I can personally relate to Martha. I imagine Martha was a, a very time-conscious individual, 
somebody that was probably uh, looking at the clock and looking at what needed to be done and, and an organizer and wanting to make sure everything was in place and, 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 and all right and settled. Uh, I can understand that because uh, I, I do some of the same things. I'm always looking at my watch. I'm always wanting to be on time. I'm always wanting to make sure that we start and end uh, when we're supposed to start and end, and so, uh, which is can be a good thing and which is a positive thing. Uh, but if it's uh, something that you're, you're slavish to and uh, and and you don't focus where you need to focus, it can actually be a detriment. And so here, Martha's falling into that trap. And so what Christ does is he says, Martha, Martha. And I believe it was in a, a compassionate way. I don't think he was uh, chastising her so much here as he was trying to teach her here. He says, Martha, Martha, you're worried and anxious and bothered by things that will take, be taken care of later. Here your sister is where she needs to be. I'm teaching. I'm instructing. I'm telling you about who I am and what you need to do. Uh, you need to learn these things first and foremost. So what Christ does is he actually points her in the right direction and gets her back on the right track. When we get distracted, and that's exactly what we need. We need something to pull us back into the right dis- direction to get us back on the, the, the right path of life. And that's what Jesus does here for Martha. So it, it's not that Martha was this horrible person. Uh, it's just that Martha had her priorities mixed up at this point. It's not that what she was doing was wrong, because it was necessary. It needed to be done, but it didn't need to be done at that time. It could have waited, because what was most important was to focus on Jesus and learn from Him at that point, which is what Mary was doing. Mary was focused on Jesus. Uh, And so uh, we're not told a whole lot about Mary except for she was just at Jesus' feet, but we can learn some things from this. Uh, We see what uh, Mary was doing was she was actually communing with Christ. we're, We're told that she was listening to his words. Now, as Martha was hustling and bustling around the the kitchen and getting things done, maybe bringing food out and going back and forth, all the clutter and the clanging of of all the work that she was doing, uh, maybe she caught a word here here or there, but she really couldn't listen. She couldn't really process what was being said and done. But Mary could because she stopped, she sat, and she communed with God. Not only that, but she also submitted herself to Christ. She, she put herself in a position of submission, which is what you should do for a teacher, uh, is she sat and he stood and he, and he taught. And so she was at his feet, um, putting her eyes and, and ears and attention uh, totally on him, much of what we tell children to do when they're in a classroom, uh, to, to sit down, to look up, and to uh, close your mouth and open your ears so that you can hear what's going on. Uh, that's what Mary was doing here at this point. So she was communing with Christ, she was submitting herself to Christ, and she was learning what it looked like to devote herself to Christ to really understand who he was and how she needed to interact with him. Uh, 
we see another passage of Scripture uh, that, that gives us a little bit more insight, I think, into Mary, but I also think a little bit into Martha as well, as well as Lazarus. It's in John's Gospel, John chapter 12, verses 1 through 3, and this is what we're told here. It says, Six days before the Passover, Jesus therefore came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. Again, you can read about that in chapter 11. Uh, this is at the last week of Jesus' life. Uh, and then verse 2, it says, So they gave a dinner for him there. Martha served, and Lazarus was the one who was reclining with him at the table. So we see very similar situation here. Martha's the one that's actively serving. That was her role. That was, I'm sure, her giftedness uh, in what she could do. So she's serving. Well, where's Mary? Uh, look at verse 3. It says, Mary therefore took a pound of expensive ointment and made from pure nard and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. So Martha serving, as was her usual uh, gift and talent and, and position, Lazarus is eating with Jesus, and here you have Mary worshiping Jesus again, anointing the feet of Jesus, which is an act of sacrifice and an act of love. Uh, I think some of this here uh, from the limited scripture we have, uh, that this is probably their personalities. There, there are some people that are uh, very active in doing, they want to serve, they have to be busy doing something. Uh, that's part of who they are. You have others that, are, that can sit and listen and can, can soak up and then can uh, respond. And so this is probably somewhat personality differences here. And so it's not, again, that Martha's bad and, and Mary's good. Uh, it's learning what it really looks like and means to, to worship God and to serve God. Uh, and no matter what our personality may be, uh, we need to, to learn the right time and the right place in order to truly worship Jesus Christ. So this message is not a bashing of, of Martha. She did seek Jesus, and she did seek to serve Him and to worship Him. Uh, but we also see that because of that, she, she missed some opportunities to learn uh, and to grow uh, because of her distraction. Uh, Mary chose, in the passage in Luke, uh, she chose what was best at that time because there are times to serve, and then there are times to sit and listen and grow. And so as we think about these two women, I think we can learn lessons in our own lives as well and how we need to relate and what we need to do. As we think about worship, no matter what your personality type may be, some of you may be real good at just being able to sit and to listen and to get into the moment. I know people like that, that they are, wherever they are, they are just focused in and they're fully intent on what they're doing at that place and at that time. But there's other people that are easily distracted. They're busy looking and thinking and doing, either thinking about what's next and what's to come, or maybe they're thinking and looking at what's going on around them. Uh, again, different personality types both have to focus on what's right and what's best at that time. And especially those today as we're thinking about worship, those, if you're one of those that are easily distracted and always thinking about what's next or always wanting to, to do something, you have to train yourself to sometimes sit and just learn to listen and worship. So I think it's an important lesson we can learn from these two women of the Bible. We're told that Jesus loved all of them, 
He loved them equally. Uh, they all had their special place, uh, Martha, Mary, and Lazarus. Uh, and so there was a very special relationship there. And through these two women, Martha and Mary, in the story from Luke's gospel, we can learn about the importance of worship and what happens when we get distracted in worship uh, and the importance of doing our best to be able to really listen and learn uh, from our Lord and Savior, whether that's a personal time of worship or a corporate time of worship uh, in a Bible study or in a worship service uh, to really learn to love Him and to serve Him. Uh, My prayer is that this has been a good reminder uh, of the importance of us staying focused and really learning from Jesus Christ uh, when we are in His Word and when with others worshiping Him as well. Let's close our time out here today in prayer. Father, I thank You for Your Word. I thank You for these two women uh, and uh, who they were. Uh, how you made them, how you created them to be, and how they both had a place in your kingdom's work. Uh, Lord, I pray that we'll learn these lessons of um, what it means to worship you. Uh, Help us to learn to be like Mary at times and to be able to listen and to worship, to commune with you, to give our full undivided attention to you, to not be distracted uh, with the things that are around us like Martha was. Uh, And Lord, help us to to learn to live within our our personalities, what that looks like uh, in our relationship to you. I thank you that you give us opportunities to learn and to grow and to worship. Help us to do that more effectively each and every day. It's in Christ's most holy name that we pray these things. Amen.